Black, blacker than black can be, blackity black. The big black man, black people, it's time for numbers for success with the number runner, A. Gregory Harris, a.k.a. Arnold Penix, and of course, my co-host, Tony Beer, the relationship guru, as we call him. And uh, what we're going to do, what is numbers for success about? Numbers for success is about successful relationships. And I use numerology to help us understand how these relationships become so successful. And Tony is going to be here to help us understand the whole core of relationship building. And that's what it's all about. The relationships for success that we speak about are people who have made it work for more than 20 years. And the first relationship on this day, December 1st, is people born in December. You know, Denzel, Denzel Washington and Pauletta Washington have been married for many, many, many years. And Denzel is getting ready to celebrate his birthday, which is December 28th. And of course, Pauletta was born uh, September 28th. And that's interesting because uh, they both were born on the 28th. And two, two and eight is 10, which is ruled by the number one, which is ruled by the sun, which has a lot of Leo energy. So a lot of them, uh, so they are, were a perfect match and everything of that nature, because Denzel is definitely a wonderful actor. And of course, Paulette is an actress as well, and I never get my... Um my experiences with Denzel and Pauletta, uh, which I know uh, I felt Denzel was getting a lot of a lot of play. And so one time I showed up at an award show and screamed out Pauletta's name to give her some some kudos for being able to do what she has done in her career. Now, Tony, they've been married for quite some time. And their son is now on Broadway in the piano lesson directed by Latonya Richardson Jackson, which is going to be our next couple that we speak about. But, Tony, what is it, the magic in relationship building that we can help that these celebrities who, against all odds, were able to keep their relationship going and thriving, especially in the entertainment industry. So we hear all these stories about divorces and relationships falling apart. But what is the secret to relationship building? And, and, and give us what you think causes these relationships to have such longevity. Well, I will say there's a few things. I would say there's at least six things, probably a lot more, but I'll start with the six. Start the with the six. Thing, <laughs> the first thing is that you need to know yourself so well that you can see that other people know themselves and mm. you can see that you know yourself and you can see yourself in others. If that's not the case, then you just think you know who you are and you ain't clear and you won't know it because there's two types of relations. There's two people who know who they are okay. and they both know who each other is and they can see that you know who you is and I can see that uh, you know who I am. Okay. Part, right? And then there's two couples that don't know who they are and they don't know that they don't know, but they expect the other person to make them happy. Mm. Two couples or two people that know each other, they don't try to expect the other person to make them happy. They share their happiness with each other. That's number mm. one. Number, right. Number two, they don't know what love is. They think love is infatuation. Love is infatuation. Yeah, and when it comes to love, you got to give up a few things. You got to give up doubt. Okay, doubt. You got to figure out how to blend your lives together. Bring your lives together. I'm just repeating it. Yeah, you got to be able to bring complete intimacy, hiding nothing. Complete intimacy, me hiding nothing. That means all your secrets have to be put out on the table. Right, you well, especially what you're feeling when you're oh, feeling no, it. No. Especially that. You can't hide nothing because what happens is people that actually are completely intimate with each other, okay. they fall in love with each other from the intimate moment itself. Mm. I think I told you the other day, this lady, you know, her, her and her husband, they've been married 43, 44 years, and they go around as, as party characters at, at uh, children's parties. They do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they ride around in their, uh, you know, what do you call it? The, the RVs. RVs, yeah, and they dress alike, right. things like that. Exactly. So one day in their uh, in the home trailer that they was riding in, she had to go to the bathroom, but the toilet was so smashed up 
that they couldn't use it. So mm. he's like, okay, I tell you what, I, here, he grabbed the bag, attached it to her butt, and let her crap, and the captain <laughs> crap. That's not infatuation. That is love. She told me that was the most loving thing that ever happened in their 43 years of marriage. Oh my goodness! Oh I my know. goodness! So that's intimacy. Then the third, the third part uh, is knowing what love is. The se- second part, the third part is understanding the differences between how men and women think and act. Because we don't understand the nature of relationships, because we don't understand that men need to deliver and receive in different ways than women need to deliver and receive. Mm. So uh, one of the things that I learned is that, and I just had somebody call me two weeks ago okay. to acknowledge what I'm about to say. Okay. So one of the things I created was uh, in my. I have a course that I'm actually giving you all an outline for called "Happily Ever After: The Science of Relationships." Happily ever after, you know, and definitely Denzel and Pauletta have lived are living happily ever after. But they did have some rough patches, and we'll discuss it a little bit later. But we all do in relationships, right? Absolutely, because yeah. nothing's you know you got to deal with life. You, you, each growing, you, each you're growing yourselves, and you're growing together, and eventually, you know, you'll bump up against stuff that you didn't even know to expect because. You know, life changes, you know? Life changes. And I do, like I said, I've, I've run into Denzel a couple of times. Uh, hey, Denzel. Hey, Pauletta. This is Arnold Penix, a.k.a. the big black man from National Action Network <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the director of arts and culture. But I did start at the Negro Ensemble Company, and I remember seeing uh, Denzel on the stage in something that changed his career. You know, he had just done... Um, the uh, chickens come home to roost down at the new federal theater. And then he came on and he was doing a play called soldiers play, which was also written by Charles Fuller, who just recently passed. But Charles Fuller was interesting because Charles Fuller shared the same birthday as my mother, March 5th. And then as I was watching the play, there was a certain type of kindred uh, uh, acceptance and realizing that, you know, cause I'm the soulmate to my mom's who has passed on March 5th. And, uh, as, uh, as we say, rest in power, uh, Charles Fuller. And, and uh, Soldier's Play had just recently uh, played on Broadway before the pandemic. And I'm just like, really? And so it's all about relationships, not only in marriage, but all types of relationships we have in life. And you spoke about relationships throughout, uh, other than male and female, but also business relationships. What are the different types of relationships that uh, you can help our listening audience? And you're listening to The Big Black Man uh, on uh, M12 Radio, and uh, and I'm black, black as black can be, and I'm here with Tony V, a relationship coach, relationship guru, as we're going to be uh, uh, trademarking him and having him understand but there are all different types of relationships. For those who don't have like a 20-plus year relationship marriage like Denzel and Pauletta, we are, there are other relationships that you can build on. And what are those, Tony? So there are seven basic relationships. That seven basic relationships. Right, and I call them the seven worlds of love. Okay, seven worlds of love. Yes. Okay. So the first world <laughs> of love is loving yourself, love of self. Love of self. Well, yeah, if you don't love yourself, you can't have, uh, handle any other relationship. We were loving each other, loving myself to death during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> did I say that? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I love me. <laughs> well, Go on. The pandemic, I fell in love with some other one of the seven worlds in a new way. Okay. Second is love of another. That's the romantic relationship. There's also friendships. Love of another. Friendship. Right. Second, it's third is love of family. Love of family. Fourth is love of community. Love of community. So that means it could be, you know, two different blocks in the same neighborhood and, they're, you know, they're either competing or they're friends with each other or it could be two countries. So what you do, list them all and then we're going to go up each one of them and then break them down. Okay, great. Let's do that. All right. So, yeah, love of community, then there's love of humanity okay. as a whole, and then there's love of the planet as a whole. We talk about trees and, and, and penguins and everything else. And then love of spirit, 
which is not necessarily religious, but you can go there. Mm-hmm. And then, which actually, love of spirit brings you back to love of self because you're connected with your spirit. You know, that this is really interesting, but I, I've been trained in some technology that kind of uh, echoes what you're just saying. So let's take with the first, uh, in relationship, the first the number of love, the first one, number one, which is the first number one, is what? Love of self. So like, break down love of self. What? How can you love yourself better than anybody else can love who you, you have to love yourself? Well, one of the things before you even go there is that you can't really love anybody better or more than you love yourself. That's right. You know, if you think you love somebody more than you love yourself, what you're saying is you're infatuated and desperate. So you know what? You can't give everybody all of you. You have to give yourself you. Right. You have to love yourself so much you can share yourself with other people, but you're not giving yourself away. You're sharing. You're sharing the love that you have emanating from you. Exactly. Okay. And so you know yourself. That's the number one. You know yourself. You know your purpose in life. You know why you're here, what you're supposed to be doing, and okay. then you you just love it so much you can't stop doing it. Right, right, right. Right. So when you're doing it, you look yourself in the mirror like, ah, oh, man, oh my God, this is so beautiful. Mm, and then, and then you, I oh. love me. Look at you. Look in the mirror. Get 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 butt naked, y'all, <laughs> and stand in front of all the fat, whatever you see, but love every every part of it. Okay. But not ego. But not ego. Right. It's about being of service. Being of Serving service. yourself first, and then serving others. As it's really a part of who you really are. And loving yourself enough to eat right. Yes. Get your rest. Right. Take care of your all the needs that your body needs to have to right. make it function properly. Right. So that's part of love, correct? Yes. Not just admiring yourself, but loving your existence, correct? Right. right. You don't need to pat yourself on the back when you're doing that. No, just take care of you. Right. Second, love of another. Love of another. That is where the romantic relationships. Romantic love. That's big. But it's also, you know, friends in your community, one-on-one relationships. And family. and Family's third. Family's third? Okay. Yeah. So love of another is partnering with somebody for life as much as you possibly can or know how to. And this is what happened with our, our celebrity couple, uh, Denzel and Pauletta. They, Paul, yep. they they decided to come together. You know, he's a Mount Vernon. And uh, I don't know where Pauletta's from, but I do know they both born on the 28th. I'm just like, mm. uh, the, the, the numeral, numerically, you know, of course, she's uh, September 28th and he's December 28th. Uh, happy birthday, Denzel. It's coming up, boy, I tell you. <laughs> and then Pauletta, you know, happy belated birthday to you because you've had your birthday. But definitely you are the, t- uh, the, the topic of longevity and relationships. And I have relationship guru, Tony via here to uh, explain how we can get to where you guys have gotten to in your lifetime and in your relationship. Well, so, one of the things, one of the things that they have going on in their relationship yeah, tell is, us what they got. is that uh, Denzel brought to the relationship. Listen, talk to me like I'm four years old. So they talk to each other so simple. They can't misunderstand. <laughs> Did he say that really? He said that in a movie. It was in Philadelphia. Like, okay, talk to me like I'm four years old. Right, right, right. Don't be trying to give me no sophisticated, uh, big old right, words. Yeah, right. Talk to me like I'm simple, you know. Okay, Come on. well, you know, like I said, he's definitely a, a major force to be reckoned with as an artist. Mm-hmm. And the Paulette is too, so she's quite talented herself. Right. And now their son is an actor. They have four kids mm-hmm. and everything. And I think uh, uh, two girls and two boys, and, and one of them was was a football player. I don't know if it's the football player that's on Broadway right now mm. with piano lesson. And uh, I'm so proud of him and so proud of the family to pass it down as a 
Mm. It's a legacy. So Denzel, I know you and Paulette must be beaming, beaming high. Your cheekbones <laughs> must be going crazy knowing that you, your son is, is carrying on the artistic legacy. And I know you love all your children, but definitely I know there's a quite bright spot mm. about uh, the relationship that you and Paulette came together to create this artist that is now on a stage on Broadway. Yeah. And man, that's how it should be. Yep. Okay. Yep. So then there's love of family. Love of family. Okay. We just went into that. Right. Denzel, I know you, and Paulette, I know you love your family. And like I said, who is this talking? This is Arnold from NEC. That's right. This is who I am. <laughs> telling our business. That's right. I ain't telling your business. I'm just like applauding you because I know you got a birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. But uh, but we're getting the, the, the basic um, to help everyone else listening on this uh, broadcast is that we want you to have the the secret because I know it's not easy to be with someone else, right? You know, it's not easy. So right. so we're going over through the different steps. He listed them. Tony Beard on Relationship Club listed the steps, and now we're going to break down each one. So we're now on number three, correct? Right. right. Love of family. Love of family. And that's the one where people find how to be loving and how to give love the simplest and easiest place. Way. Mm, because... When we realize that we're blood relatives, okay, we're like, no, we're together. No matter whether I like you or not, we're still together. Okay, It's just amazing how we treat each other, generally speaking. Now, of course, there's family feuds all over the place, right? But, you know, but they, we had to stay together because of segregation and because of, of uh, um, slavery and, uh, and the injustices that, were, that was placed on us, on us by a society that, that didn't want to accept our greatness. And that's what happened. So we had to do that. So that's right. the relationship had to stay together. Right, right, right. But one of the things I was, have been observing as a relationship expert and observing things is that I discovered that, generally speaking, uh People of color, uh-huh. we are basically a relationship species. And then oh. and then uh, uh, Caucasians are basically a transactional species. Explain this. It's transactional meaning, yes. you know, they got to get something in return out of it. Mm. You know, it's like... They're they just not going to do nothing just to help you. Right. They ain't gonna just What's in friend. it for me? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, if I remember correctly, Asian uh, uh, race is about... Uh, excellence and being the best as well. Yes, as, uh, they will smack your hand with that rule if you don't play that piano right. I saw that right. on and the then, subway. And then the <laughs> Indians, basically speaking, are about status. So is everything. So there's cultural differences as far as relationships and giving and taking is what you're saying, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is over observation. This is like, I ain't read this nowhere. This is okay. like just watching. Just by your observation. And that's right. what you get your truth from, by right. watching. Right, right. Because I'm in the School of Hard Knocks say. and, you know, I, I surrendered to the dean of the School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> he's well, in there's charge. a lot of hard knocks out here, brother. Yo, he's in charge. It's a hard like knock it. life. Yeah, exactly. He's in, he's in charge whether I like it or not, dog on it. Exactly. So, um, so then, uh, so love of family. That's the one that we're most present to. We're most conscious of because we just we know that if you ever left, we'll be we'll be permanently heartbroken, and so mm. we treat each other like you know. You could say in some sense we treated it like suppose it's the last day i ever met this person I, I saw well hold that thought we're going to take it it's 15 minutes into the show you're listening to numbers for success and the success is relationships through numbers and how you can become successful and that's what makes the numbers for success the two numbers we're discussing is denzel washington which is december 28th and pauletta washington which is september 28th both born on the 28th both add up to the number 10 which is a one with a zero so they both have hidden enemies because of the zero but they're the luckiest of all the ones because the two is ruled by the moon. 
And the eight is ruled by Saturn, which is Capricorn. So Denzel's a Capricorn and Pauletta is a Libra. So Capricorn and Libra is a match as far as relationship is concerned. And they have proven this by keeping the glue and keeping together and staying together to raise a family and also build upon their success and carry on the legacy of the arts through their children. And uh, so congratulations, uh, lovers, because you are making a stride to show that this is what uh, black unity and the black relationship is about, especially our couples. And Tony Beer is breaking down the different types of uh, relationships that we have to watch out for in order to build a strong relationship like our, our couple that we are on spotlight here on numbers for success. And to be successful in relationships is the objective of our podcast here. And this is the Big Black Man Way to Happiness because I'm black, blacker than black can be. And we're going to show how black love is all what we need to be striving for, not only in male and female relationships, but all relationships and couples across the globe. We have to show love. And how can we love, Tony? Back to you. Okay. Now, (laughs) we're going to go to uh, level number four. Love of community. Love of community, yes. That is, our, that. that is our toughest, most challenging section of the seven worlds of love that I'm talking about. Seven worlds of love. I love it. Yes. That's all so, about love. So now, the reason why love of community is so hard is because we seem to have in our culture, mm-hmm. not just people of color culture, but globally. Okay. You know, like, oh, I'm different from you. What are you talking about? You know, mm. between between uh, racism, between finances, right? The rich versus the poor. Okay. Between governments, politics, all of that. It's like we can't find a way to make the, the communities work. That's the biggest problem we have. So, for example, in just just let's just talk about the United States Congress. Okay. Now we're gonna have the uh, the, the, the Senate is gonna be led by the Democrats, mm-hmm. and the Repo- the Republicans gonna lead the House. I don't know how they're gonna get anything to working because because they both <laughs> fight with each other so much. To, yeah. Know, how can we? This relationship is interesting. Right. And so, like, how do we get? How can we get successful numbers for this? Right. It's like it's, it's crazy. So, like, for me, in my world. What I see is the biggest one that I personally want to work on and need to work on okay. is love of community. Love of community. Yes, because once we understand how to be community, we're never going to separate ourselves. Right, right, right. You know, and, and, and I'll tell you why in, in, in a minute. So there's love of humanity as a whole. Okay. That is a um, love of community is damaging love of humanity mm-hmm. as a whole. As a whole. Because, you know, Iran, uh, Israel, um, you know, Ukraine, okay. you know, these are all these, these are communities, but they're also us as a whole. As a whole, you know. So the United Nations is trying to make that up, but I don't think they can get. I don't know how to, if they know how to get that handled because they have so much. Um, you know what do they call it in business when everything the top controls the bottom? You got this hierarchy. Hierarchy, yeah. Right? You, you, got, you got a hierarchy. You got you know. Um, Cognitive dissonance. You've got skillful incompetence going on. <laughs> skillful incompetence. So you've got lots of uh, cultural mindsets that get in the way, mm-hmm. in the way of humanity as a whole coming together. Next is love of the planet. Love of the planet. Right. So that means taking care of your environment. Right. The environment, the creatures in it, everything that blended together. Yes. And and by the way, out of all of those lo- levels of love, worlds of love. That's probably the one, in addition to family, that we're actually best at, even though we, I wouldn't say we're good at yet. And here's the reason why. Why? Every, there's nobody living in caves. Everybody's living in an apartment, a house. Right. Almost, you know, almost everybody's got a, a phone. Um, you know, travel is available. So, like, when we build up, 
you know, things, we try to build it up for all of humanity. Yes. As, as we do that, because we're, we're not the same as we was 200 years ago. No, we're not. We're not. Yeah, forget about the slavery part. I'm just talking about functionality. You know, having an alarm clock for crying out loud. Yeah, a lot of inventions, a lot of things. Exactly. Have, technology has evolved, and so there's a better quality of life is what you're saying. Exactly. And so love of, you, love of the planet allows that for us, but also every other creature on the planet. Mm. And then and then there's that last one is love of spirit. Love of spirit, people think about spirit, spiritual mindset mm-hmm. from religion. Mm. And... You know, it's funny. I just was reading this past week that most of the wisdom that we've gotten in the last thousand years mm-hmm. came from people that's 35 years or younger. 35 years or younger? Yes. And the reason why is because our lifespan, we couldn't go past 40 years old before the turn of the 19th to 20th century. Because of the whole technology wasn't, people are living longer. And Yeah. We, we didn't have health, fitness. We didn't have understanding of any of that stuff. So the so, life is, the life expectancy was shorter. Exactly. Hmm. So, you know, between 30 and 40, you really 35 was the average was, lifespan. Exactly. And you were considered old if you was uh, 40 years old. Right. Exactly. So now you got these 60 and 70 year olds who, who's wiser than 30 year olds and the 30 year olds today still looking at you like, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> 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 right. But what happens is, we don't realize that when we get gifts from our mind, you know, we receive messages. Right. We think it's our brain that's talking to us. We mm. don't realize, no, that spirit telling us something. Our spirit is guiding us. I saw, I got two daughters. I told you about them. Okay. And I saw the both of them be born. And the both times I saw them come out of their mother, mm-hmm. I, I experienced their spirit leave the room and enter their body. Every every human being. Okay, now we're getting deep. We're going to another part of the program. Every spirituality. Every, every human being has a spirit. When when Jesus Christ in the Bible said, "We there's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost." And the Holy Ghost. God is the Father. We are the Son, and the Holy Ghost is our spirit living through us. Okay, interesting breakdown. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we don't realize that. And how I realize it is because I've gotten blessed from listening to my spirit so much. I don't know how to not listen to my spirit. It's like okay. it's so much of a joy. It's so fulfilling. It's so grounding. It's got nothing to do with anything except for getting done what I want to get done, accomplishing what I want to accomplish. And then by doing that, I get a chance to enjoy and fulfill my life and help other people do the same. And that's why I'm on this call, for example. Exactly. And how does this pertain to uh, spirits coming together in a relationship? What do they have to do in order to for their spirits to to, I guess, uh, coexist and mingle together. And uh, I'm using numerology and number running, as I say, to, uh, to uh, help me understand. But now we're going on to the spiritual realm. And uh, how can the spirit of one person uh, know, because we call it a vibe or spirituality, how it, can we find the right spirit that matches us? Or do we just have to wait and see who comes across our path? How, how does that work? Well, often it is just that. Often, not all the time, but often. Like, you know, when the right person comes along. You know. Yes. And just your spirit and their spirit is ready to commit and connect. 
And I can't which and which entertains the relationship that they will have to come together. So, like for example, I'm using numbers like the 28, the 28 number, the 28 number for Denzel, the 28 number for Pauletta. Mm-hmm. They both share the same common number energy, right. which caused them spiritually to come together mm-hmm. and understand each other more so than someone born on another day, because of the fact that he's the 28th of, of December, she's the 28th of September, and they both are born on that's the same numerical day, which is up to the number one with the number 10 which is a which is a one so when he wants his quiet time she understands when she hey she wants her quiet time he understands and they come together but they're both loners you know mm. for the fact that they came together in marriage is interesting to me because i didn't know she was born on the 28th of uh of of, of september and i didn't, and i knew he was born on the 10th, the 28th of december i knew his birthday but i didn't know hers and once i found that out i understand why you guys are together to this day denzel and pauletta congratulations to you both because you found kindred spirits right and by the way just to let you know if they're both loners mm-hmm, that, they means are. That, that means that they're living the same life they and are so, and so what i discovered is that there are two different, two main things that you need to have in a relationship. You need to be speaking the same love languages of the five love languages. Uh, uh, what's the name? Chap- Eric, uh, Eric Chapman? I ah, love languages. Well, yeah. we got, what's, what's that? Yeah, I'll say that real quick because I didn't you know, we got, you know, we, we, over, we got five minutes, y'all. Okay, okay. Five minutes. So the five, <laughs> the five love languages are in no particular order because you usually have one main one and a secondary one. Uh, uh, words of affirmation. We just love to talk with each other and, and, and you know, Empower, empower each other. Love language. Let's love, get love that. language. Uh, uh, Gary Chapman. That's the doctor. Um, uh, words of affirmation. First words of affirmation. Second, touch. Touch. Yeah, that could be either hand holding out in the street, or you go to sleep and you know you ain't really going to sleep. You know what I'm saying? I understand. <laughs> third, third is uh, acts of service. I do this service. for you. You do this for me. Like that, right? Mm. Fourth is uh, time spent. Time spent. So you have to spend time. Yes, so people have that. It's like I don't care what we're doing. As long as we're in the same room, we spend, spend the time together. And then fifth is gifts, meaning you know you either give me money, you give me you know cards, you surprise me with stuff, send me roses to my, my job, whatever. So those are the five love languages. Mm. And so the reason why it's important is when people stop giving gifts and stop spending time. Then that means they don't love you no more. Yeah, if <laughs> if those are your two main love languages. Okay. Right. So you want to make sure you're talking the same love language. You don't do what you used to do for me. No, right. That's a conversation. Right. Because I ain't got the same love language you got. But people don't know what that is. Everybody should read that book. Just watch the YouTube channel uh, video. That makes sense because when you enter someone, you get them gifts, you show up, try right. to spend time with them. You talk on the phone all hours of the night, mm-hmm. all night long. And mm-hmm. Exactly. These so. are the these are the, the languages of love. Right. So now there's also you want to live the same kind of life. Mm. See, that way the love language is about how to treat each other. The, the same you want to live the same style of life, which is why I got inspired by that. But what you said about uh, about uh, Denzel and his wife, and so there's six lifestyles that both couples need to be living in order for them to be uh, happy forever. Okay, well they're both actors. Yes. So that's 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 something they have in common. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so um, the the six highest aspirations, what I call them. Six highest aspirations. In no particular order, but usually you have one main one. Sometimes that's the only one, but uh, sometimes you might have two sub sub levels, two, two or three. But anyhow, in no particular order, it is making a difference together. 
they made a difference together with Boys and Girls Club. They do a lot of things charity-wise mm-hmm. for, the, for, the, for the community, yes. Entrepreneurship. Yes, he has his own production company. Mon- yeah. Is it Mo- Money Lane or Mo- Money Earning Mount Vernon? That's right, yeah. <laughs> what about Money Making Manhattan? Money Making Manhattan. <laughs> money, but, you know, I, guess, I think it's I Money Lane Productions or something like that. Mm-hmm. Denzel Collect, correct me, mm-hmm. I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. you can't do it now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know. No. What's then, the next thing they got? Blur with his family. Family. They have a beautiful family, you know, mm-hmm. uh, two boys, two girls, mm-hmm. and I, and everything like that. So they made a family together. Fourth is uh, Adventure. Adventure. He travels and takes, they go on trips and things together as a couple and everything like that. So, okay, he's he's speaking the love language okay. to her. Okay, six, five is uh, spirituality. Yeah, they seem to be a very spiritual couple and mm-hmm. realizing that God is the root and, uh, and the cause of their success. Mm-hmm. And I see that in his... Um, and his interviews, and when he was speaking to Oprah, his mother came on and, and spoke. And, of course, you know, yeah, all the belief in his career and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Okay. Yep. And then the sixth one is being content. That is, I don't want to do nothing. I'm going to sit right here just chill out. Well, you know, I, I'm not in your home. I'm not in their home. But it's, he seemed content with the fact that, you know, <laughs> he has a life that he can share mm. with his, his his significant other. Mm. And, uh, you know, like I said, I do remember a story about his thing. Like, uh, you know, he didn't have any money and she would always she hold him down and everything like that. So now this is his way of, of being content with the fact that she was there for him when he needed her. And now he's there for her. And they share the joys of their success, which is the success of their relationship, which is what Numbers for Success is all about. Ladies and gentlemen, listening to this podcast, the big black man and Tony Beer are here, and we're going to be talking about the different uh, Numbers for Success. And the Numbers for Success, as I said before earlier in the show, is about relationship success. And the numbers will help me understand, and I really now understand about the numbers of success for this 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 Hollywood couple, because you know the couples in Hollywood don't last too long now. As we know, the divorce just became final for Kanye and Kim. So, you know, but they, and they talked about that, but we want to be talking about the successful relationships, but we can use relationships such as that nature to help us understand what not to do and how to come at it, how to come in the right direction. And our relationship guru, Tony, just some closing words because we're getting ready to close out. Uh, this is the big black man and Tony. Tony, give us a relationship uh, tip before we close out. Okay, so what you want to do is you want to be and find a way to be in both the relationship of your dreams and with the partner of your dreams. So all you're ever doing is your favorite things in your favorite places with your favorite person for the rest of your life. And that's what they are doing. And that's what my commitment is to help everybody else do. And dreams do come true, ladies and gentlemen. Dreams do come true. You're listening to Numbers for Success. I'm the Big Black Man. See you next time.